0: Okay. So today I have my beautiful and amazing friend, Valerie Nez on the podcast, and she is a healer intuitive and she specializes in shadow work. And she was on the trip with me. That's where I met her was in Costa Rica on our retreat. And today we're going to be talking about all things healing and shadow work and all the good stuff. So stay with us. Hello everyone, this is Meredith with a Y and I am your host, Meredith Willits. Today we are going to go deep, changing lives and I am giving you the keys to the castle. Valerie, thank you so much for being here with me today and kicking off my next season with all of my Costa Rica Creative friends. So, thank you so much for being here with me today.
1: I'm the first one.
0: You are in the
1: series. Oh, you are
0: nice. <laughs> Letha's fine. next, but you are first. Okay, cool. Let's do it. And today we're kind of like, we're going to dive into everything because I don't know much about shadow work, except for that I have a shadow. And I know a lot of my listeners are going to be super excited about this because, you know, you hear about shadow work if you're in the spiritual community, but if Mm -hmm. you're not, this isn't normal verbiage that you hear every day. Like everyone kind of knows about manifesting now and you know, all the buzzwords, but shadow work, I think is kind of new. So I'm super excited for you to be here to talk to my listeners because you have a book and I have one right here. So she has her book, Embrace Your Shadow that you can, where can we buy this at now? It's on Amazon. Okay. On Amazon. So we're going to be talking about that too. So Valerie, what is your shadow? What are we talking about?
1: Okay. So your shadow is essentially your ego, right? Or your subconscious that a lot of us lead our lives with. So these are things like our subconscious limiting beliefs. These are our hidden truths. These are our triggers. These are the darker parts of us that we try to hide, deny, or reject that basically need love. Like they need attention. They need to be known and they need to be validated. So your shadow doesn't end up running your life. And then all of a sudden you're pretending to be this person that you're actually not, right? Like, I think a lot of us come from such traumatic places in our lives that We kind of just get on autopilot. And essentially a lot of that is based
0: from our shadow aspects who are like, hey, pay attention to me. But basically we're just leading our life now. So I know Eckhart Tolle kind of talks about the pain body. Is that kind of in line with what we're talking about shadow work? Because like when you said like triggers you know, the things that we want to stuff down, right? The things Mm -hmm. that we don't want to really look at in the face. And so it could be childhood stuff. It could be stuff that happened last week, whatever. It could be something that you did, right? It could be something that you've done that you're shameful of that you've stuffed down. So this doesn't have to be something that if people are like, oh, like I grew up in a really great household, but there still could be stuff that you maybe did that you're not proud of or something that you're embarrassed or something that happened in third grade that, you know, you're kind of stuffing down. So why does it benefit or let's go back a little bit. So we all have this, Mm -hmm. right? So like, there's no Mm -hmm. one on the planet that doesn't have some sort of shadow work to do. So we've identified everyone that's listening, you have a shadow, sorry, but Mm -hmm. welcome. Welcome, welcome to the dark side. (laughs) Because it's the
1: law of duality, right? It's the light and the dark. It's the negative and the positive, right? So we each have both of these aspects in us, even if you had the most blissful, beautiful childhood. I think when we talk about shadow work, people think, automatically like you said well i had a great childhood like nothing traumatic happened to me which maybe it didn't but it doesn't necessarily mean like somebody that told you in third grade that you are a horrible writer that you carried that with you and you just mm-hmm. took that on as truth right i mean it doesn't necessarily have to be so heavy and dark when we say shadow
0: so so it could be just like a thought you maybe had or the way mm-hmm. you sort of felt growing up, feeling maybe rejected or not included right. at the lunch mm-hmm. table. And then you've carried these things kind of in your, you know, dark spots inside of you. And maybe now you don't put yourself out there or right. you don't, you know, feel included with friend groups or you don't, you know, join clubs or whatever the heck it is because that mm-hmm. lives in there deep inside. So Okay, so everyone listening has one and it benefits us to get it out because why? Why can't we just keep it kind of hidden? Like, I like it down there. I don't want to look at it. It's scary.
1: (laughs) Because when you ignore those shadow aspects of yourself, then essentially they start to run your life. They run the show and it's just, it's programming that we all carry with us that isn't really who you are. So, like, going back to like, Maybe you weren't invited to the lunch table thought. So when you have that self-limiting belief that nobody likes you or that you weren't included, then you carry that into adulthood. And then now all of a sudden you have zero friends, right? Or you don't want to put yourself out there because you're afraid of being rejected. And so you choose to be alone rather than make the decision to go up to somebody and talk to them, you know, as we do. And when you don't take the time to really notice and acknowledge the shadow aspects that you have within you, then you become a person that you really, you aren't like living authentically from who you are. You are living based on that shadow aspect of you that is now running the show. It is, like I said, it is the ego. It is the subconscious because... I like to talk about subconscious limiting beliefs when we talk about shadow work, because our subconscious runs 95% of our programming, right? So things like that happened to you in your childhood, things about not feeling validated, not feeling seen, not feeling heard, that stuff runs into every relationship that you encounter now. So like if you are in a relationship and you're talking to your partner and you lay it out on the table, but you still feel like they don't hear you, they don't reciprocate your feelings or they're not acknowledging you. It could be something from that third grade lunch table event that you're still carrying with you when your partner may actually Hear everything you're saying, but you still feel in a way that they don't hear you or they don't accept you, et cetera, et cetera. So I just feel like our shadow aspects influence so many parts of our lives that we really don't honestly think about or take into account when we're living our day to day life because we're just like running on auto, probably. Right.
0: Yeah. So when you were just talking about that, it was like there was the pre you, like the born Mm -hmm. you, so to speak. And that has been covered up or dimmed or squished or manipulated mm-hmm. by events and people as we go through our day. And so we're kind of getting back to who we were before all right. that stuff kind of got in our backpack full of crap.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. Like this is why this can be a very painful thing because I know you have a bunch of healings also in like mm-hmm. in the book, which is, so incredibly helpful. So this is for someone who is sick of living or is starting to maybe even notice or is interested in or thinks there might be an opportunity here because they're always being triggered. Their trauma always rears its ugly head. They feel like Mm -hmm. they're being kept from jobs or activities or friendships or experiences based on fears, phobias, self-limiting beliefs. And so this is going to be great for someone that kind of wants to annihilate all that garbage and just really go head on with this because it sounds like you might be pulling up things that aren't maybe so fun as being made fun of or teased or abuse, yada.
1: And maybe not annihilate is the right word because when we talk about shadow work, I think a lot of people have this conception that you're trying to essentially unalive your shadow, right? Like, get out of here. I don't want to have anything to do with you. But it's more like recognizing and acknowledging that aspect of you and then kind of becoming besties, right? Again, the law of duality. So I see you, I see where you're coming from. I see why you are here and why we've been doing this thing for so long. I see why I'm triggered. I see why I project my fears onto other people. Okay. So now that I notice that, how can I turn this around to actually what I do want or what I feel authentically to who I am? And maybe we, you can help me out here. Like we could, like I said, we could be besties and we can work on this together because like the friend topic that we were talking about, when you feel like you weren't seen or heard or validated, okay, cool. I could feel that way. But I can also choose to feel that my partner does love and accept me, right? Or people actually do care about me, you can kind of feel both ways. But instead of annihilating them, just see it for what it is, uncover that truth, and then learn how to turn it around into something that's going to actually benefit your life and live in a more authentic, fulfilling, purposeful, intentional way, right?
0: So you're kind of using these instead of being stuffed down, Mm-hmm. Or unacknowledged, or we don't even right. know that they're there. I mean, some of it it's it's not that we're even stuffing, it's just it's I have no completely idea completely unaware, right? Completely unaware. And so as these things come up and you have prompts in your mm-hmm. book, Embrace Your Shadow. Was it 40 prompts? I think it was yes. roughly. There's 40 different prompts in your book here. And so here's one on page 74. How can I start showing up for myself? What actions, habits, or thoughts can I implement? So how would that question, how can I start showing up for myself? How do you think that question brings out a part of shadow, a person's shadow?
1: So we're going to focus on all the moms out there. Okay. Okay, so a lot of mothers wake up and immediately you're mom, right? There is no you. You kind of get lost in your own individuality. And when we're talking about how do I show up for myself? How are you not showing up for yourself? Because a lot of the clients that I've talked to are mothers and they feel completely engrossed in motherhood. You know, as you will, kids need a lot of things in order to function and be emotionally stable and healthy and all the things. But if you are simply just being a mother and you are maybe not taking care of yourself physically, right? Like maybe you don't eat all day, taking care of your children, or maybe you wake up and you are immediately triggered because your two year old needs something before you can even go to the restroom. Right? So it's like focusing and prioritizing as you as a human being, as a person first, Just like that oxygen mask example on the airplane, you have to fill your cup so that you can actually be a functional human being to help your children. So a lot of times I will run into mothers who are just simply so tired and drained. They're just like, it's almost like you're zombies, right? You just, you don't have the basic self-care that you may have had when you were like, I don't know. Whenever before you were a mother, things like that. So, again, it's like, where are you not prioritizing yourself? And a lot of people are like, I don't have time to do that. Okay, well, wait a minute. You have time to maybe binge watch Netflix for an hour before you go to bed. Why can't you take that hour to do some self care? Right. I think that when people say, I don't have time, it's not that you don't have time, it's that you are not prioritizing yourself. You're telling yourself, I am not that important to prioritize my own individuality, to take the time out to do what I need to do
0: for myself, to make myself feel better physically, emotionally, and mentally. I talk about this? Yeah, I talk about this too a lot with clients is that imbalance. So Mm -hmm. when you're starting to get tired like way earlier than you should, or you barely get through dinner and you have to go lay on the couch because you're exhausted, or you're gaining weight or losing weight or getting headaches or, you know, you're, every time someone asks you a question, you're like a cat on a hot tin roof. Like you're just, you're short-circuiting. Your nervous right. system is imbalanced. And this is, wow. to me, a great way to find out and recognize that you are not practicing self-care is by all these imbalances, migraines, pain, exhaustion, etc. is really the tipping point where you've pushed it too far. You are mm-hmm. literally... So imbalanced yeah, with yourself we at the edge You were at the edge. You know what I love? So Valerie did an awesome workshop when we were in Costa Rica. So you were on this trip with us in Costa Rica. It was a bunch mm-hmm. of, just to give everyone a little bit more background. There were God, nine of us, plus Elaine, mm-hmm. TikTok creators. And Bianca and Letha, who's going to be on next week, they put together this trip, this retreat, and reached out to a bunch of us TikTok creators and we all met for the first time you and I met for the first time at the airport during basically a monsoon. <laughs> <laughs> I Ooh, was looking for you. I was I was like literally searching the airport. I'm like and I finally found a seat downstairs in that not fun cafe and you're like, "Um, you should come upstairs because it's really nice up here." I'm like
1: okay, old
0: lady going back upstairs to find you. But you and I met in the airport, but we all met for the first time in Costa Rica. I have never been to Costa Rica prior. Had you ever been? No. Right. And so we did all of the Costa Rica things and we stayed at the most amazing retreat center. Like I could- literally go back to PS, And so we each did our own workshop, which is what I'm going to be bringing you in this series is basically the different creators and what we talked about and the energy and all that good stuff that people brought to Costa Rica. And so Valerie brought her shadow work prompts and... Like Latha, she's kind of, even though she's like younger than both of us, she's kind Mm. of like mama bear energy. I don't know what it, she definitely Definitely. has like wise old soul Mm -hmm. kind of all knowing energy and little intimidating, you know, and you kind of brought her to her knees. She was like, holy shit. You could have saved me (laughs) 10 years of like therapy and marriage counseling with one freaking question. And that's what I find so amazing about, especially your Because I don't know how anyone else does it, but the way that you word, how can I start showing up for myself makes you think about how you're showing up, not showing up, how you could show up, why you're not showing up, what showing up even means like mm-hmm. it's so mind blowing the way one little question just kind of knocks your feet out from underneath of you and is like, I don't think I do show up for myself like ever. Like, no, I don't even know how to show up for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, Or I show up for myself by having a glass of wine or I show up for myself by cleaning the house. And then you start going, wait, is that for myself? What do I? That's the crazy thing about Valerie's proms is she just kind of pulls the rug out from underneath you and just in one annoying sentence makes you look in the mirror and go, um, excuse me, ma'am, excuse me. What are we doing today? How are we going to heal this? But in a very direct and yes. friendly. Yes, <laughs> okay. very friendly. I mean, I just read the question. I mean, it's this is not a complicated, how can I start showing up for myself? What actions, habits, or thoughts can I implement? That is mm-hmm. a very kind, loving, generous beautiful question, but it's still is asking you to answer it. It's still asking you to, and I'm going to tell you, and I say it on here. I don't know if anyone knows this, but Turks and Caicos, I show up in you guys top podcast listening literally every single day. So thank you, Turks and Caicos. However, comma, it's be- probably because I said no one ever found themselves, you know, and changed their lives on the beaches of C- Turks and Caicos because it's so beautiful there. Like sometimes the hard work is necessary. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to really go through the contraction to find that self that is either way back there before you were left in your crib maybe an hour too long or before you didn't get invited to the lunch table or before you skinned your knee and looked up and couldn't find your mom, you know, like all those little tiny things of feeling of abandonment or, you know, feelings of betrayal or feelings of hopelessness, all of these wonderful trapped emotions that I remove from people all the time using emotional release, this is the stuff in the pain body. This is the stuff in the subconscious that we're talking about. And so if we want to find Meredith, really the Meredith without dad, step-parents, brothers and sisters, elementary school, boyfriend, if we want to find Mm -hmm. out who I could possibly be, And who you guys out there could possibly, like, there might be, like, a whole other you. And I love what you said in the beginning of this book is your talents might be actually being hidden by Mm -hmm. the shadow. Mm -hmm. That's crazy to me. So can you talk about that for a second? When you say that, it immediately brings up
1: a childhood memory of mine. I don't know if y'all ever did those assessments in school. Like, Uh it was, like, a personality assessment of what you liked and what it would be a good career fit for you. So. When I did that assessment, I remember I was doing it in summer school. I don't know why I was even doing summer school, but my best career path was being a writer. Okay. Hello, me writing books at 38. But when I showed my mom that she immediately told me, you will never make any money being a writer. (sighs) And it's basically a waste of your time. So that was it. That was the conversation. And immediately my, I think I was like 13, 14, somewhere right there. I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm not going to be able to support myself ever to be a writer. So I stopped writing. And before that I used to write short stories. Like I would write in my room. Like that was something I loved to do. I was immediately in, I was engrossed in all of that. But when she said that, it was like, well, I guess I can't do that anymore. And that was something I carried with me for such a long time. And then I, here I am remembering, wow, I have this ability, this hidden talent within me that I actually can write. And it was by discovering those memories that just triggered something within me. It wasn't incredibly traumatic, right? It wasn't like abusive. It was just something that she said, and I took it for truth because she was my mother, things like that. Those are where our hidden talents lie. When somebody told you, you can't do something because X, Y, and Z, and you took it on as truth, which wow. we do. I mean, we're children. Yeah. We're so easy manipulated when we are kids. And I think a lot of us carry those things that somebody else. And then here's the thing with shadow work and self-limiting beliefs. It was, it always belonged to somebody else before it belonged to you. None of it is real. It was something that was simply placed on you from somebody else. Once you can wrap your head around that, it's like, oh, okay. Wow. What am I holding on to that doesn't belong to me? Probably. Everything,
0: everything. yeah, (laughs) literally, literally (laughs) every. But I mean, if you think about it, like think, and and you know, not for nothing, but my mom is, you know, great at you know like the oh my god it's a storm get in the basement you know like projecting her fears of storms or you know like i think i mean thank god i've i've gotten to the point of not even asking people for things anymore because it would have been no to coast no rica no going to a trip tomorrow no doing anything like stay home stay in your house lock your doors like i did something <laughs> i just visited ohio a couple weeks ago and my mom, what was I doing? I was driving. Oh my god, I was driving to go see somebody, and my mom goes, "Don't get killed in a car accident, like X Y Z person." And I'm like, "Don't put that shit on me!" Like, like I'm pulling out I of the driveway, out reality, mom. <laughs> no, thank <I> pull- you. <laughs> yeah, I'm pulling out of the driveway. Can you not? <laughs> And I know like so many parents, they do parent from a place of fear. And so when your mom said that, she was parenting from a place of, I have no clue how to make money writing. Mm -hmm. I know nothing about writing. And so for the love of God, I'm going to save you from yourself. I'm Mm -hmm. going to save you from this career path because- In my POV, my point of view, my place of reference, there's no money in that, Mm -hmm. right? And it could be, I mean, it could be something like food, like, oh, God, Chinese food is disgusting. I'm like, ah, like, that's because you don't like it. But if you tell your kids Chinese food is disgusting – then that's on, like you said, it's not theirs. I mean, it's mind-blowing how much shit we carry around that has absolutely nothing to do with our path. I mean, this is kind of insane. (laughs) We talked before we started here and you don't do one-on-ones, but you, Mm -hmm. okay, so everyone out there, Valerie is one of my co-hosts for the Glow Retreat. And this is kind of what we're going to be doing at the glow retreat led by one of the things. Yes. One of the things we're going to be doing. One of the things that we're going to be doing. And I mean, she's just like unbelievable, but you're also going to be doing a workshop coming up here on the 21st. So this is going to air on Tuesday and the 21st I think is a Thursday. And so Mm -hmm. Can you tell us about the workshop that you're doing on July
1: 21st? Now, the workshop is going to be a small group of people. And we're going to talk about learning what our shadows are, how we can spot our shadow during the day um, finding ways to identify those false stories about you. We're going to do like a group journaling session together. We're going to talk about how to integrate those shadow aspects of you, because once you do your shadow work, then you're like, now what do I do? Yeah, that's where people get stuck. So we're going to talk about that. And we're also going to do a group energetic healing technique, because I am a firm believer that after you do shadow work and you open that raw wound, you need something to fill it with. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not just open and, you know, the band-aids off. So energetic healing technique together, and we're going to wrap it up. But that's what essentially what the workshop is going to be, because it's shadow work has been the most transformative Thing I've ever done on my own healing journey, it's turned me around. Like people are like, I don't even know who I don't even know who you are anymore (laughs) because I wasn't the real me. I am the real me. Yeah, like so that's what we're going to be doing so that people can identify themselves in an entirely new way. I'm so excited.
0: Yeah. So what you just said there, cause I want to go back is once you kind of do a prompt, so each mm-hmm. prompt is a different, like couple pages and you can mm-hmm. fill that out. Cause this is a guided journal and workbook then on that same day. So you're saying like, you can do one of these a day, you can do one of these a week or a month, whatever works for you. And then right. when you're done doing the prompt, then you go back and do you pick Because you've got 10 different healing modalities, energetic healing modalities that you have listed Mm -hmm. exactly how to do in the front of the book. Mm -hmm. And so once you do your prompt for the day, then you go just pick any healing prompt or do you have specific ones that align or what do you think on that?
1: No, it depends on how heavy your shadow Prompt is for you because we're all individuals, so we're all our stories are all different. So there's ten that you can choose from that are going to be the most aligned with that specific prompt. But some days it can be incredibly heavy, and maybe you need, you know, to rage it out. Some other days it may be a little bit lighter, and you just need to remember, actually, I am worthy of showing up for myself. So you can do like a self love meditation, right? There's so many different ones, and I've done every single one in there. I've done myself. So that's why I've given such a broad range because I feel we all have the ability to heal ourselves, you know, as energetic beings. And when you have these tools in your toolbox, you can use them on so many other
0: things as well. Yeah. So you can use these healings Mm -hmm. however you want once, I mean, they're in there for you to use for any reason whatsoever. So at the retreat, are you going to kind of do like that same healing workshop type thing for people to know what's like one of the things that you're going to be doing?
1: Yes. yeah, the same thing that we did in Costa Rica together as a group where we did the, I explained what it was and we did the prompt together. And then we did the, the, what we did at the Costa Rica retreat was the violet flame of transmutation, which is one of the healing techniques in the book. So it'll be depending on the energy of the room is how I'll decide which one I'm going to pick, but yeah, it's going to be
0: together. And I love, I love doing energy work. It's just like the coolest thing ever. It is the coolest thing ever. And it really, I mean, for those of you that are out there that have never worked with energy, be it Reiki or Anusha or the Violet Flame or whatever it is, because I know you we did Violet Flame healing when we were in Costa Rica. And I love the way that you just explain things. Valerie's a mom, you have three kids, right? I do. And like, she just explains it very easily. And it was funny because we're all like, so like, is it purple? Like, where do we put it? And like, she was so like involved in like really explaining how to use this energy because you're not doing it for us. That's what I think is super cool is you're giving us the tools. Mm -hmm. And then we are in fact, learning this healing exercise, this healing technique to use whenever we need it, however we need it, in whichever way we need it. Like you're literally giving us 10 different healing techniques to use in life inside of the book and <laughs> at workshops and whatever else. And what the best part is that when you,
1: yeah, when you do these energetic healing techniques, then you actually get to feel where it takes place in your body. By by dropping in your body, it feels so different for everybody. Yeah, And I think that's so incredible to have the awareness in your body about where this is stored and where it's being let go and how it feels to be moving in your body. Cause it's literally different for every single person when they do these healing techniques. And that's the coolest thing.
0: It's so cool. And so Okay. So your book is available on Amazon. It's Embrace Your Shadow Guided Journal and Workbook by Valerie Inez, I-N-E-Z. I just want to make sure everyone has that because you have to go out and buy your book and it's under $20. So like run and get it. This is literally life-changing. This is, as Letha said, like years of therapy and very few pages. It's gentle. It's kind. It's generous. It's loving. It's, it just takes you through. And then she's got all the healings to go with it. So she's not just leaving you out there to hang out. Okay. Well, we just pulled that up. Good luck. good luck with that one today. And so that's, what's so great about it is that you really, you've given the people all the different pieces parts. So I have to ask you because, okay, our retreat is October 13th through the 16th. We're going to be in Mm -hmm. the beautiful mountains of Pennsylvania in the middle of October, which I'm praying that we have maybe some color changes, like who knows what's going to happen, but it's going to be gorgeous. What are you looking forward to most?
1: I think I'm looking forward to human connection with other women because the connection that we all experienced in Costa Rica was unexplainable. Like I can't even put words. It was just a feeling that we all had together. And if we could do that same thing with other people, I just feel like we can keep going and it could just vibrate out to their families and their families. Like that is what I'm so, so excited for. And I'm an introvert. Like I like to stay at home, <laughs> and I'm like I'm so excited to meet people. Like,
0: <laughs> right? Because the connection was so so amazing. It was so amazing, and I am like chomping at the bit to get back to that because that is one thing when you know, when you put something out there, it doesn't matter what it is. You kind of start attracting these people, these Mm -hmm. like-minded people that are looking for the same thing that want connection, that want to heal, that want to do the work that, you know, I'm excited again. I was just talking about it on my live yesterday for TikTok. I'm like, I just can't wait to wake up every single day and not have to cook breakfast or lunch or dinner or do dishes or anything. Like I'm like, cause you feel so taken care of because you're doing Mm -hmm. the work, you're up in the morning, you're doing the yoga, which opens you up, then you're in a workshop, which opens you up, then you're doing a static dance, which opens you up. And so there really isn't that time or bandwidth even to take care of things like, oh, well, now it's time to make lunch. Oh, shit. And what am I going to make? Oh, and Mm -hmm. now I have to clean it up. Like you literally, as we did in Costa Rica, you get in, you eat your delicious food, you take your plate up and leave it there. And then you go back and you can be really, really deliciously selfish and use self-care to, to take this time for just you. And that is one of the things that no matter what retreat I do, I really want to make sure that people feel taken care of every minute because I think that's so important to doing this kind of really deep work is being Mm -hmm. taken care of.
1: You have the ability to be present and fully there, right? Without thinking about all these other things you have to do because you're just there. You're there to do whatever's on the agenda and that's the best part.
0: Yeah. I'm so excited for it. I can't Mm -hmm. even... I mean, it's like, I really want summer to stay, but at the same time, I'm like, oh my gosh, is it here yet? And we only, I mean, we have very few spots available, but we still have plenty for everybody that's listening. So the glow retreat, it's glow retreat.com. It has all the information. Um, It's not really in it. Like, A schedule of what we're doing, but all of the information of like the things that we'll be doing are on there. And if you want to stay with a big group of friends at a VRBO, you can do that because we have a weekend pass that does not include a hotel stay, but it does include all of your activities and all your food. So let me ask you this. You have your website, Valerie, V-A-L-E-R-I-E, Inez.com. And this is all going to be in the show notes. Mm -hmm. And then again, your workshop is July 21st. So that's going to be in two days from when this releases. Your TikTok, which is basically how we met, is at Valerie underscore Inez. And Instagram is Valerie Inez 111. So lots of different ways to reach out to Valerie. Um, if you have any questions about her book or, you know, her workshop or any of these amazing things, um, she does not do one-on-one appointments right now, but you really don't need it because of the way that she's doing the workshop. Like mm-hmm. you get what it is that you need through the workshop. And if you want to go deeper with her, come to the retreat, cause you're going to get tons and tons and tons of information from Letha who's Letha J coach Letha J who's on next week and myself who the three of us will be there and we have someone doing a breath workshop. Walter is going to be doing our breath workshop, which I can't wait. And my friend Thomas shoot is going to be doing the yoga for us all weekend. And he's amazing. So we've got like a really awesome retreat coming up and it is power pack punch filled with um, really amazing healers. And it's going to be so much fun. I cannot wait. I know. I can't wait to see your face.
1: Let us like vibe, you know, and super chill, like everything's great, you know. Yeah, just how does she
0: do that? I don't know. She just is. She just, she, she just, just <laughs> she just is so like, yeah. So like that's the way that it. Wait till I you guys know. hear it next week. She's always just like, so like that's fine. Like, what's the problem? I'm, I'm like because there's a problem. You don't understand, and I'm like all geeked up, and she's like, no, it's like totally chill. What? <laughs> why?
1: She gives like that 70s hippies vibe, like super, but it just, that is who she is. And it like, I feel like it doesn't come across like that on her, on her
0: videos. No, not at all. Like (laughs) her videos do not come up like that. Like her videos come up like, hi, I'm about to give you a lot of information and I'm going to say words and you're going to listen and be completely mesmerized. And then when she's in person and she's just kind of like, yeah, so that's okay. And you're like, Shit, it is okay. How did you just do that? She's like a Vulcan. What, what is that thing with the Star Trek or whatever? She just Vulcans your brain, and you're like, damn it, you're right. Totally, totally. So, thank you so much. Is there anything else that you want my listeners to know about you or what you're doing or like all the cool things? I want to let y'all know out there that shadow work doesn't have to be scary. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it can be. I mean, some days it can be heavy, depending on what you are, you know, uncovering within yourself. But being real and honest and vulnerable with yourself allows you to uncover all those things, so you can move the fuck on. This and is literally.
0: This is the unpacking of unpacking, right? When yeah. everyone's going to unpack that this year in 2022. <laughs> this is actually the real unpacking that you need to do because this is going to bring out the Valerie and the Meredith and the Jim and the Sue and the Kevin that's living inside of you that mm-hmm. you didn't even know was there. I yeah. And cool once
1: you that? do it, it feels free. It feels like, I remember when I started doing shadow work, like I just felt lighter. Like I felt like there was space in my
0: body and I had never felt like that before. Yeah. So it was like, Oh wow. It really is working. <laughs> well, I think what's so cool about it is people can't push your buttons. You're not pissed off all yes. the time. Like that's one of the things for me is like when your mom calls and she says, you know, whatever it is, whatever the thing she says, or a friend says, or the, you know, guy at the stoplight or the person at Starbucks, all those buttons that everyone can push that live inside of you. That's your shadow. Mm -hmm. That's what's in there. That's pissed off and angry and frustrated and short tempered and irritated and irritable. Mm -hmm. that's your shadow and it's in there. And so we just wanted to like, hi, I see you. I love you still. Let's shake hands and be best friends. And then we'll see what we can do from there and transmute you into some floaty, fluffy energy. So I don't have to be so pissed off at the world all the time. When you see yourselves in those previous situations that were triggering you before,
1: and then you're not triggered because your shadow's like, hey, dude, we already, we discovered that. So you see this person that's like trying to project on us. Like we can agree to disagree. Cool. You can have your opinion. I can have my opinion. Okay. So I'm still good within me and myself that I know who I am. So everything that you're triggering and try to project out,
0: I don't have to to accept it. Yeah. (laughs) Got nothing to do. Not my monkeys, not my circus, right? Like I just, I have nothing to do with this. Well, Mm -hmm. I hope everyone like runs to her workshop, runs to get the book because I'm telling you, this is therapy, 101 undoing get rid of the buttons and the triggers and the trauma and all the good stuff that lives inside of all of us no one is free from this this is Mm -hmm. encompassing the human condition thank you so very much for coming on here today i so appreciate you and it's so nice to see your face oh my gosh i'm so excited kicking off the costa rica creators series and every single person that's going to be on here i'm just so excited for the world to meet them I know. I'm so excited to listen. It's going to be amazing. Ah, oh, thank you so much, Valerie. Love you so much. And we will have to talk soon. Yes. I love you. Bye, hun. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you would like to connect on a more personal level, head over to MeredithWillits.com or on Instagram at Meredith with a Y for behind the scene footage and outtakes. Please subscribe and come back each week for more Meredith with a Y. Thanks again for listening. Cheers.